Baby Yoda, baby, baby Yoda. 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 Welcome to Tizzle Time. Welcome to I'm Charlotte. And I'm Margo. And we don't have a guest today. Boo. Boo. But it's okay. We're gonna make do. Um, Margo, hmm. what is your small thing? My small thing is that, as many of you don't know, many, the nine listeners that our, we have. Our five listeners. Right? Our five listeners. <laughs> my car has been broken for the past two and a half months. And I got a quote on how much it would cost, and I said, I can't afford that right now. So thankfully, my mother let me use one of her cars. But over the weekend, my stepdad, being the best stepdad ever, took my car, got it fixed, got it detailed, and got an oil change in it. And my mom texted me to come over because she had to talk to me about something. <laughs> and immediately I'm paranoid. <laughs> because I thought I was in trouble. <laughs> and then five seconds after she sent that text, she says, you are not in trouble. That does not stop me. And that does not stop me. That doesn't mean anything wrong. That was 2.30. I was at work until 6. So I was like, okay, I can come for dinner. Freaking out. And then I go there. I'm hanging out with my mom in the kitchen. I see my stepdad roll up the driveway in my car. And I make a joke about how, you know, she's broken. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, well, you know. And then he comes inside and he says, your car runs great. And I was like, what? And he was like, I got it fixed. Because I thought you needed a break. Immediate tears. And <laughs> 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 I was like... No. <laughs> then he was like, just make sure it doesn't get that dirty again. And oh I was God. like, okay, thank you. Thank you, Sean. That was my little thing, which wasn't really a little thing. It's pretty it big took thing. Off, it's a pretty big thing, but it took off so much stress mm-hmm. out of my life. And I was like, <gasps> <laughs> and then we ate dinner, and my stepdad kept making fun of me for having a messy car. <laughs> Oh but that's normal. Normal. What is your little thing? My little thing is Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> <laughs> Me, Margo, and Nick just went to Cheesecake Factory for dinner um, because we had tea to spill. Um, and Cheesecake Cheesecake Factory, like when I think of like chain restaurants, like the first thing I think of is like Chipotle and like Chick-fil-A and stuff like that. And then you think of like fancy sit-down chain restaurants. Cheesecake Factory. Cheesecake Factory. Olive Garden is not is barely in that category. I don't consider Olive Garden as fancy. I don't consider it fancy at all. But like I can walk into Cheesecake Factory and see somebody like a table of men in like three piece suits and I'll go, that fits. That makes sense. Yeah. And I it's, think it's also the decor. Yeah. Mm. The Italian Greek Mordor good. Decor. Fake cracks in the wall. <laughs> fucking the mermaids Greek on the ceiling. Greek pillar. Fucking uh, eye of Sauron. The weird fucking chandeliers. 
I like I remember like right after I first watched Lord of the Rings, we went to Cheesecake Factory and I leaned over to my dad and I said, Dad, we've made it to Mordor and he's like, What are you talking about? And I was like, Look, the eye of Sauron And he like looked up and he started cracking up and I was like, This is the funniest I've ever been in my entire life. It's like <laughs> I've it, peaked. Like it only goes down from here. And I was like, What? Like fifteen? I was like, it all goes down from here. I've reached the peak. You have. I have, I have. Okay. I've told I've told you what my big thing is. I'm so I'm gonna explain this. First of all, I apologize for our delay in posting. I was in a show and I was exhausted and we didn't have time. It was a very busy Halloween week. Halloweeny week. Halloweeny week. Um, we were very busy. Very very busy. We meant to. We were. Genuinely. It was. It was literally like every night before I fell asleep. I was like, we have to record, and it just it didn't happen. And we should have tweeted about it, but we did not. And we did not. We are um, still working everything out. Yeah. We okay. So I have. So the Apple Podcast stuff is like ready to go. Um, I just need to find the file that Turner made for the photo, and then post all the episodes. I have them all up as drafts. I just need to find the photo, and then we'll be good. Um, so the Apple Music is coming. Um, but yeah, we meant to record, so. We are sorry. <laughs> but we hope you had a very fun Halloween. Halloween weekend. Halloween weekend. <laughs> um, I hope it was full of candy and Halloween activities. And no fentanyl. And no fentanyl. <laughs> One of my middle schoolers brought that up to me today. He was like, Miss Charlotte, do you know about fentanyl candy? And I was like, yes. And he went, okay, good. And I, so my first thought was he was genuinely worried about you. He was genuinely worried that you didn't and, know fe- what fentanyl candy was. Yeah, and I was like, my my immediate question was one, why did he he feel like he would have to warn me, and two, why does he think I'm going trick or treating? What what situation does he think I will be in in which I could encounter fentanyl candy? We genuinely, I think we could, you know, <laughs> do our makeup to make us look younger. And dress up. Dude, what's that? What's that fucking show where it's we are just very developed children? Oh yes. And we bring Zach, Zach along <laughs> with us. He's, he's, he's our, our dad. dad. <laughs> he, the blondest man on earth, has he two knows. dark-haired daughters. <laughs> the most one blonde, with blue eyes and one with hazel eyes. <laughs> right. And like one of his, like both of his daughters just have tattoos, and we're like, we're eight. <laughs> I forgot about my finger tattoo. <laughs> we wear gloves. We wear we wear like all you, the way up. You wear gloves to your shoulders. I wear gloves to my elbows. <laughs> and we wear floor length dresses. Yeah. With like turtlenecks. turtlenecks. We're we're the we're the twins um, from The Shining, but we're formal. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Give us candy. Please. Give us candy. I would have to take my piercings out. Oh my god! Yeah, me too. I have yeah. to take mine out. Ooh. I still haven't taken mine out. I'm kind of nervous too. I just don't ever. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. It's the just, only ones I touch are like my nostril and my septum. Yeah. And like the lobes, but that's. Yeah. I get those when I was like 10. Yeah, that's about it. But like, um, yeah, no, I was just like, I was looking at him and I was like, yes. And he went, okay, good. And he just went back to what he was doing. And I was like, what the fuck? How and then there was, you know about fentanyl candy. <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, you are in seventh grade. Why do you think I am in need of help when you are going trick-or-treating tonight? Um, and I, like, one of the girls was like, what's fentanyl candy? And so, like, I pulled it up on my computer. She went, that 
like some not like sweet tarts. And I was like, what the fuck? Am, where am I? <laughs> what what am dimen- I in a different dimension? <laughs> I was like, where the fuck am I? Um, and then she was like, hmm, interesting. And then she just walked away and I was like, what the fuck is happening? Um, so that was fun. Also, when I went into the office of the school, um, I'm beautiful, beautiful Miss J. She uh, was at the desk with me, and she was chit-chatting about coming to see the show. And then I was like, ooh, there's a fly in here. And I thought it was like a horse fly or something, so Mm -hmm. big. And I was like, ooh, wow, that's weird. And she said, oh, yeah, we're having a yellow jacket problem. Miss J. And I looked at her, and I went, a what? And she goes, no, 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 no. She, she said, we were having a carpenter bee problem. And I went, what? And I looked for it, what I thought was a horsefly. It was a yellow jacket. Oh. And I went, that is not a carpenter bee. And she went, what? I'm like, that's a yellow jacket. She's like, how do you know? I'm like, I had them coming in my air vents for a solid two months. I know what a yellow jacket looks like. And she was like, wasn't well, that what carpenter bees look like? I'm like, no. no. Carpenter bees are fat. Carpenter bees are pom-poms with wings. They're pom-poms with wings. Your typical bumblebee is a carpenter bee. <laughs> yes. And did I know that at 18, getting my my bee tattooed? No. I have a Mm-mm. carpenter bee tattooed Good. on my body. Good. Which they are, like, the cutest of the bees. Honestly, I, I would rather see a carpenter bee than a honeybee. I would. Yeah. Like, if I could do, like, a honeybee hive, but with carpenter bees, just put out a block of wood. <laughs> Enjoy. Enjoy, my children. I will be back with whatever you eat. <laughs> uh, I might destroy um, something for you. I'll throw some tomato soup at you and see how you like it. <laughs> just, like, pour a can over, like, a log of wood. The candles. It's like they all come you out. Just they just go, like, <laughs> just punch a hole in it. Just do fucking, like, wine bottles in the watermelons. Just, like, <laughs> drink up, kids. It's like they're coming out with little, like, tomato soup mustaches. <laughs> you punch the hole in the top, and then you flip it over, and you punch Thanks a hole in the bottom mama. so it drains her. what we need on the commune <laughs> that, that's what we'll get to that topic later that could be your big topic yeah okay 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 um all right so my big topic because it's november i want to talk about this because i i kind of chit-chatted about you with you about it for a bit but i want to like go in depth because it is this is like i love it so i guess we'll call this the theater corner <laughs> Because I may or may not bring more plays up in the future. So what I want to talk about is this show called The Thanksgiving Play. And first of all, fuck Christopher Columbus. Mm. Fuck him right in the ass. Take the, take the what is it, the stern, the stern the pole stern. Of, the, of the Mayflower and just shove it right up his ass. He can um, be the new lady. <laughs> He's the new lady. He's shish kebobbed. You like take a, the scarecrow pole. <laughs> Right he, up there. <laughs> they land, he goes, help me! <laughs> they haven't fed me! <laughs> he's like, he's still alive, and he goes, ah! <laughs> he, just, he just pisses. And he's just like, ah, I haven't slept in weeks! He's naked. <laughs> he's just dangling. <laughs> he said, you are the worst. Shame. He's getting like naked. He's getting like salt and sea and like breeze in his. He's <laughs> like it burns. It's like red and inflamed. 
He oh, has babe. every STD. He has syphilis, <laughs> and it's the worst case. <laughs> the Native Americans come by, and they're just like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like, they sneak onto the settlement, and they go, what the fuck is this? What? <laughs> A white man? <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> They're like, hey, that's a good idea. <laughs> you know how, like, in Jamestown, how they had, like, the, the fucking, like, pole fence? Mm-hmm. They're like, we like that idea. <laughs> they just start, like, taking, like, the, the British men and just... <laughs> like Joffrey. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not the Behold your father! And they'll just, like, shish kebab. <laughs> <laughs> Still alive. Still fucking alive. <laughs> just... Some of them are wiggling. <laughs> Some of them have just accepted it, and they're just <laughs> there's like a there's like a pair playing rock paper scissors. They're like, Fuck! <laughs> Damn it! You gotta go get me a coke. How? <laughs> I can't move. I can't move. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Guys, I need to piss. Then piss. <laughs> just go. Guys, I haven't shit in weeks. None of us have. <laughs> it is up. It's our the worst. IB, it's the worst IBS of our lives. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. <laughs> um. So yeah. So it's this play. It's called the Thanksgiving play. Um. Hold on. Um. Brief moment. Sorry. I'm writing down stuff. Um, okay. So it's called The Thanksgiving Play. It's by this woman called Larissa Fast Horse. Um, and so Larissa Fast Horse is a Native American indigenous woman from the one of the Lakota tribes, which is a part of like the Sioux mm-hmm. tribe mm-hmm. thing. It's like a it's like a branch off of it. Um a sub tribe. A sub yes, a sub tribe of it. Um, so she grew up in Minnesota. And she was a ballet dancer and choreographer, but then she had to go into early retirement because of an injury. And then she was like, well, I can't dance. I'll just write. So she's written, like, a whole bunch of these, like, Native American-based plays. Um, just about, like, the Native American, um, what is it? Like, experience mm-hmm. type of thing. Um, and she's been published through Samuel French, um, through Dramatic Publishing, which are, like, these really big, like, publishing companies. Um, and she's also the vice chair of the theater communications group, which is a, a service organization for professional nonprofit American theater. So she's just badass in general. Mm-hmm. So she wrote this play, and it's called. It is so good. It's a one act. So there's no intermission, and um, it's about. <laughs> I'm just going to read the, the main synopsis. The Thanksgiving play is a one-act satirical comedy that revolves around four white individuals attempting to create a politically correct first Thanksgiving play for Native American Heritage Month in schools. <laughs> so first of all, not going good. Like She knew what she was doing. She, she fucking knew what she was doing. So the basic story is... That the director, Logan, and her boyfriend, uh, who is who is Jackson, they are both, like, Whole Foods hippy-dippy crystals 
let's meditate on this. Like, yeah. very, like so, so into it. Um, so Logan is the director, and she's like, I want to do a Native American thing about Thanksgiving. And they're like, cool. So they hire Caden, who is a teacher, um, and he wants to write stuff, but he doesn't know how stuff works on stage, so he's just, like, writing, like, monologues on monologues, and it's like, what the fuck is this? And then they hire Alicia, Mm -hmm. who, her descriptor for, like, in the literal script is a brunette Caucasian, but has looks that would have been cast as ethnic in the 1950s. And so... So she's just a, you know, she's darker features. She she is quote unquote ethnic passing, and so could I. I could be ethnic yes, pa- right. Like, like literally, like if you have, like if you have darker features, like you are ethnic passing. So basically, they hire Alicia, and they're like, "Hey, this is a Native American woman who can give us a clue in onto the Native American experience." Mm-hmm. And then Alicia comes in, and she's just like, "Oh, you just mean because I'm an actress." Like, she doesn't think it's anything about Native American. And then she's like, wait, you think I'm Native American? No, I'm white. And they all go, oh, fuck. <laughs> and there's a break. And basically, this story is so good. Because as you're reading it, you're just like, you're... It's like one of those videos where it's like, you're watching somebody... You know those videos of, like, guys going up to girls... And, like, trying to ask for their number. And the girl says no. And then they just keep digging their graves. Yeah. And, like, just keep going deeper and deeper. And you're just like, guys, stop. Please stop. It's like that. You're, you're reading it and you're going, holy shit, what the fuck? And then you turn the page and you go, holy shit, what? It's, it is so, so good. But my favorite, okay, my favorite moment in it is... They are, so they're coming up with, like, different ways of, like, well, none of us can speak on behalf of the Native Americans. Yeah. Because, like, none of us are Native American. So we have to find a way to include them without including them. (laughs) And so one of their solutions that they, that, like, they split off into pairs. And one of the solutions is, we're going, (sighs) so it's the two guys. And they're like, here's our idea. We're going to be two colonizers. Who have come home from a day of hunting the Native American people. And they pull out of their bag a bloodied fake head. And soon it gets to the point where they drop the head on the ground. It scares, I think, Logan, the director. She kicks it away and soon they're doing soccer with the bloody head. And... It's just, it is insane. It is insane. And, like, the way that they, and, like, it's, it's, it's so cool because, like, they talk about, like, about how people, like, try and be politically correct and how that's good to a certain extent and then you try and be politically correct so much that you're backtracking. Yeah. And it... Oh, my God. So, anyway, if you want to read it, read it. But I'm going to give spoilers on the end. Um, skip forward, like, half a minute if you want to not hear it. Um, so how it ends is they just are like, 
there's not going to be a play. We're going to give space for the Native Americans and just have an, a silent stage. I'm like, what the fuck? It's like, it's, it's just like, yeah. <laughs> and so it's like me as a white person reading this, I'm like, this is so true. And I hate that I am a part of this problem. And it's like, it's, yeah. So anyway, I love that my teacher is like having us read it and do stuff on it because it is eye-opening. It's, yeah. It's, and the I think my favorite part is that during the show, like the show is split into like threes, is they will play recordings of like children's Thanksgiving songs. Like, I can't remember what one of them, what, one of them is. Um, we have sung. Yeah. Oh, like, my, my land is your land. Yes, one of them was my land is your land. And it's like a recording of like kids singing it. And it's like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hope, if, you know, if I ever have kids, they don't do that. Yeah. I think another one was Our Country to Zithi. Oh, yeah. We did yeah. that one too. We had a whole Thanksgiving, like. Yeah event yeah but it, it's so it's like we're doing like these projects and it was like what what represents this play for you and mine was um like you know those like cardboard cutout stands with like the head cut out and you like stick your head in mm-hmm. and so i did one where it was like a pilgrim and a native american and i was like it just completely desensitizes it yeah and it's like it's so stupid another one that one of my classmates did was he took a white rug um and he put so like colleges now are starting to do like land acknowledgements where it's like they'll say we acknowledge that this land that we built our campus on belonged to this group Mm -hmm. of native americans and so he was like i'm gonna print out the land acknowledgement onto this rug and there's going to be a tray of mud in front of it and you have to walk through the mud to walk across the carpet and it's, uh, white people are fucked up. Yeah. White people are fucked up. And we've done fucked up shit. So. Yeah. That's what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> it's and crazy. It's, it's just, ugh, bleh. I saw a woman dressed up on Halloween as a Native American. Really? It was like. It was, it was like this woman in like a mom van. Ooh. And it was just like, <laughs> her footrest just popped up and almost hit Margaret's knees. Um, it was like this woman getting out of like her mom van and she had like the band with like one feather in the back and then like the oh, Pocahontas, no. like, you know, brown yeah. fringe dress. And I was just like, uh. she was wearing like cowboy boots or something. At work? No, at the gas station. Oh. I was like, <sighs> great. Can we not? <laughs> That's really cool. It's like I love it. I love. I love where we're at. Um, but yeah, <laughs> that's what I was talking about because it's been on my mind and it just fucking rules and I love it. So yeah, and it's very and it's a very uncomfortable read, but like a good uncomfortable. Yeah. So, yeah. I like. I really like those. Like yeah. I am uncomfortable to the point, but it's also like. Yeah. It's good that... 
there there was another play that I really like, and I'll tell you about it another time. But it's called John Proctor's The Villain, and it's about this classroom reading The Crucible, and the teacher of the English classroom tries to start having an affair with one of the students. So they're like living through the crucible as they're reading it. Wow. It's crazy. It's so good though. I love that play. Uh, uh, ugh, I love it. Anyway, what is your big thing? My big thing, I might say two things that could be a big thing. Cool. Um, in our friend group, we have come up with well, I think it was the two of us at mm-hmm. first. We have come up with this idea of creating a commune. <laughs> but not like, you know, communism. Mm-hmm. Um, but like seven friends building the tiny Home Depot sheds. Yeah. Turning them into tiny houses. Yes, yes, yes. Or, you know, one-bedroom houses. Um <laughs> And buying a piece of land, making sure, you know, everybody is satisfied with their living situations, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. having a part of that land be a little farm where we have, like, cows and goats and pigs and stuff. Yeah. Um, having a garden and a greenhouse. Mm-hmm. Basically, just all of us living off the land to cut down costs. Yeah. And I have thought about it more. We, if we list it as like an agricultural use Uh our taxes will be lower Hmm. because if we're producing things and selling like stuff as if we're like technically farmers Uh then we can write it off um and like i just think it would be so much fun (laughs) also like so much less money individually because it would be like all of us paying for you know, everything. Yeah. And, like, we wouldn't really have a mortgage. It would be us getting the houses and paying off the land. Yeah. The mortgage would be the land. Yeah. Um, and, like, then it would be, you know, we would have farm animals. Mm-hmm. And we would have the garden. And, mm-hmm. like, if we had goats, we could sell goat cheese and, like, yeah. make soap. And all of that at farmers markets and stuff. Same thing if we'd like beehives. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so far, everyone is in on it except for one person. He doesn't know. Oh. Well, I mean, he never shows up. Anyways, it's okay. (laughs) He's too (laughs) busy for us. (laughs) We okay. So we were talking. We didn't just say his name. So we were. So when I told Margo and them like, hey guys, like my show's happening these weekends. I have four free tickets. Who's coming? And so it was like, Margo, Nick, Zach, and Turner were all like, me, 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 me. And I was like, okay, Clay, do you want to come? And he goes, no, I'm busy. Mind you, this was in August. Yeah. He was like, I'm busy that week. And I went... He says, I'm uh, busy for the next two and a half months. Like, <laughs> two and a half months? Like, dude, what What does your Google Calendar look like? <laughs> you have to, like, schedule a, an appointment with to meet with Clay to go to IHOP? Like... <laughs> Because he doesn't do last-minute things. No, no, no. He does not. That is not. No, no, no. That unless, is not in his DNA. Unless, unless Zach is hosting it. Unless Zach is hosting it, Clay will be there. But, you know, Zach and Clay have a very special bond. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, see, like, but, like, other than that, like, a commune would be so fun. It would be so much fun. And also, it's like, we would each have our own privacy, but we could have, like, a communal area. 
Yeah. And also it's the thing, like, oh, if one of us gets married and, like, has a kid, like, it wouldn't just be those two people raising that kid. Yeah. Like, obviously they would take point on mm-hmm. it, but, like, when you grow up in that environment with so many people taking care of you, it is so much better mm-hmm. for that child's development mm-hmm. just because you are, like, so well-rounded and, like, you know how to socialize better because you've grown up with, like, what, six other people? Yeah. And like, who knows if they have kids, too. Like, it would just be... It would be a lot of fun. Yeah. And also, it's, like, the things that, like, if you need... Like, before we have kids or anything, like, we could just have bonfires. And everyone's already there. So it's like, you don't have to, like, schedule it. I'm just, like, yeah. knocking on doors going, bonfire at five. It's like, it's... it's <laughs> Each place has an intercom, right? <laughs> we, have, we have intercoms. I am setting up a bonfire. I don't care who is there. Someone please show up, or I will burn the entire place down. <laughs> if I go down, you're coming down with me. <laughs> it's like... Yeah, and then it's also like if we have pets and like we're out for the night, like mm-hmm. we can just be like, "Hey, person living in house across from me, please take care of my pet. Please check like, in on them, make sure they're not dead." Yeah, like it's, and also it's like Turner like lives, like Turner works from home, so it's like he would just be there, and if like we needed something, we'd be like, "Turner, Turner, please, mm-hmm. Turner, please go over." Yeah, and it's like. We would each have our own space. It's our own privacy. But it's, like, if you want to hang out with someone, they're, like, right there. And we can make the, like, community area a barn dominium. Yeah. <gasps> That'd be so cool. Barn dominium. Barn dominium. With our, with our firefighter pole straight up and down the middle. That's <laughs> the only way to get up and down between the two floors. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> These are characters that me and Margo have made up. And it's these two women that are <laughs> selling us <laughs> the commune. And they have very strict rules. Yeah. And their rules keep getting crazier. <laughs> and one of our favorite rules is the only way up. There are no stairs. There are you, no stairs. You cannot use the stairs. You have to use the firing <laughs> pole. You have to go down the pole. And in order to go down the pole, there is a 12 inch in diameter hole that we will not cut any wider. We you will not cut any wider. Have to fit through the hole. And there, since there are no stairs up, you just gotta jump and climb up the hole. <laughs> That's all you gotta do. You will have some great upper body strength. All right. But I swear to God, we will know if you cut that hole. So if you are larger, <laughs> you gotta fit into a size six or less. Six or less. <laughs> Go right. to the gym now. No leg days. <laughs> no leg days. No butt days. <laughs> Only upper arm strength. Do you have to? Because your legs are not going to help you in this situation. <laughs> it is only upper body and core strength. You can try and use your feet, but that won't help. We grease up the pole every night. <laughs> Make sure it's nice and shiny. <laughs> if you have... It's like that squirrel like, spinning around the pole. <laughs> if you have kids, we will put some pillows at the bottom. Just let them drop. They will not hold on. You just gotta let them drop and hope they don't bounce. (laughs) It might be better if they do bounce. So, the pillow diameter at the bottom will be a little wider just in case. We do not want a lawsuit from this, but we will not be putting stairs into that house. To make sure we are handicapped equipped, there is a lift 
outside. There's a pulley system from the grass up to the second floor window, but once you get to the window, you got to yank that wheelchair inside. <laughs> there is no handicap ramp. It has to be quick, or you will be falling down to the first level onto the grass. <laughs> Two feet away and from then, the grass, and then you will, gravel. And then you will be double handicapped. <laughs> If you are paralyzed from the legs down, you will be paralyzed from the neck down. (laughs) Also, do not go in the basement and look at the woman in the painting in her eyes. She will get you, and she will not let you out of the painting. Now, I will tell you this. She moves around at night. We have no control about where she sits. She sits most of the time right at the bottom of the steps. So when you go down the steps, you either look straight at the ceiling or you look down at your feet, and you do not look at her at all. One time, one time old Robbie got his stuck in that painting for over 24 hours, and we could not get him out. And then he woke up the next day not remembering what happened. So God forbid, you look in her eyes. Now I will tell you this. One time she did transform herself <laughs> into a porcelain doll and sat on the stairs. The only option in that is to look straight up and kick the doll downstairs and you run. You kick her as fast as you can. <laughs> kick her as fast as you can. And if you hear a demonic growl, you get the shotgun. <laughs> there is a shotgun. <laughs> There is a shotgun, and I will tell you this, there is only one bullet, and that bullet, I can guarantee you, will take care of vampires, werewolves, skinwalkers, and the painting downstairs. (laughs) But, if she is (coughs) in the painting, do not shoot the painting. She will not die that way. You have to get her out of the painting. How are you going to do that? Look at her in the eyes. Now, that's a gamble you have to take. I'm not taking that. There is only one person who can look at her in her eyes and her not take her in, and that is me. (laughs) We have a bond. We have a bond because guess who accidentally created her? I did. (laughs) I was, you know, a little too drunk one night, started painting, and she appeared. And I just kept going with it because I said, oh my God, I am so creative. (laughs) And then one day she moved and I knew, oh no, that is my mother in her new soul situation. My mother was not a good woman. <laughs> She's absolutely right. Her mother was not a good woman. All right? She Fun. was the devil, it, you know, reincarnated into a white southern woman. All right? Yes, the woman in the painting is black. We're not going to address that. We are not going to address that. She chose her new body, and I was the vessel into creating her. All right? But also, Jimmy does have a satanic pentagram in the basement. Do not step on it. Do not step in it. All right? You have to step around it. Granted, it takes up the entire floor. So keep that in mind when you're going down steps. And you cannot look at the painting. And you have to stick to the walls. There is a rope. You can kind of Tarzan swing if you get to it. <laughs> you can Tarzan swing if you can reach it. If you can't, you just... You're going down. You you just can't. You, you either look at the painting, <laughs> hope she doesn't, you know, keep you there forever. <laughs> or you don't look at the painting, you step in that circle. 
And something killed you. <laughs> All right. Now, the only safe space in the basement would be the rim of the room where the circle does not touch and on top of the laundry machines. I will say this, though. The top opening washing machine is not ideal. <laughs> so you can only stand on the dryer. And if you plan on not leaving without your clothes, you're sitting on that dryer for quite a while. <laughs> also... If you hear a man's voice at night, do not go outside. <laughs> that is, you know, one of the old tenants. Do not go outside. I say old because he is dead. He is dead. Now, I will say this. He may promise you lots of things, and he may ask and beg for help. And he may say, oh, God, they're coming for me again. They're going to kill me. Gladys and Ruth are on their way down to the basement to go through the floorboards and tie me up to the chain mail again and rip out my urethra. But I will tell you this, that is just a darn stinking lie. It's just a lie, alright? Calm down. We would never do that. Okay? Yeah, we're ripping out his eyes. <laughs> you take one of those melon ballers. You just... <laughs> What was the name of the guy that we gave them that was like their brother? Hi, baby. Hi. Are you going to come here? We're sitting in your chairs. Come here. Come on. My cat's meowing. Oh, she found a corner of a box. Come here. Come here, baby. She said, I just couldn't see my mama. Please don't step on my computer. That is the name that we gave the son. It was like Robert or Roger. I think it was Robert. Robert? We <laughs> called him Robbie. Robbie. <laughs> oh my god. Um, <clears throat> yes, you will hear the man outside at night. He did make the mistake of trying to check on the cows in the middle of the night after we warned him there are skinwalkers. <laughs> Sometimes do the skinwalkers become cows and help us breed the cows? Yes. That does not mean they're friendly. It, it means they not, got that means they got a weird kink that they need to work out with their they therapist. Got, you know, they got a weird kink and it, we, we have come to an agreement <laughs> that every breeding season they help us out and we may or may not lock someone out of the house. <laughs> On a certain Tuesday night in June. Um <laughs> Is this our choice? Yes. Do we enjoy it? <laughs> yeah. We're going to say no, but I hope you know we're both lying. <laughs> I hope you know we're both crossing our fingers behind our backs. <laughs> I hope you know, you know, we hope one night in, on a random Tuesday in June that you come home too late after drinking and you cannot find your way to the front door. It's like it's like the tenant comes home on like a Thursday and they're like, we lied, it's Thursdays in June. <laughs> we lied. Like, no, fucking no. A fucking cow goes like bipedal and just starts walking over. <laughs> There's other rules too. We did like a thing where it's like you can't go in the woods because Robbie will get you or something. Or it's like only Robbie can go in the woods or something like that. It was like, what was Now, it? in regards to our son, he is allowed to leave the house at any point in the, in the night. All right. he, he is a threat himself. He is a threat himself. He has a room in the basement, and he has made friends with the lady in the painting. All right. They have a very 
intimate relationship. They do. <laughs> All right. I have made the mistake once walking down into his room, and they were both in his bed. Now, was she in her painting? No. Did I want to know how she got out? Absolutely not. <laughs> I just opened the door, quickly closed it, and I screamed at him through the door. Um. Oh, what was our other one? Our other one was like, I want to say another one was like, this certain night is like taco night or something. It's like, but don't ask what's in the tacos. I feel like that was one of them. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I would love to have commune. I think Communes would be so much fun. I also um, would absolutely... My other dream is for us to own a hotel. Yeah. And just live in the hotel. That would be so much fun. I know. It would be such a cute hotel, too. Right? Like, not minimalistic at all. No. No. Maximalist all the way. Maximalist. Absolute horrendous. Each room has a different theme. Trixie Motel style. Uh-huh. Just, like, gaudy. Gaudy and gaudy. stupid. Oh, my gaudy. Gaudy and stupid. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like the commune is, like, a really good idea. Yeah. Because, also, you know, the housing market right now is just insane. Insane, insane. Also, did you see that thing where it's, like, Ireland will pay you to come live on that island? Mm-hmm. That's an option. It is an option. But we also have agreed that everyone will be able to have a job within oh, that's true. 20 miles of the commune. That's also true. Mm. I'm going to have to rethink that. Yeah. Do you have your second thing, or is that? Oh. Or was uh, Gladys and Ruth your second thing? No. Uh, ex-boyfriends are crazy. <gasps> yeah. We get to talk about ex-boyfriend. We get to talk about ex-boyfriend. Um, I don't think we talked about the voicemails. No, so we haven't. So, a while ago, obviously, you know, I had received two 30-minute voice memos in my email from ex-boyfriend. Which were insane. Which, you know, they were insane. She sent me a certain section of it, and I literally cried laughing because of how insane it was. Um, And the section that I sent was ex-boyfriend sobbing about how he misses my, my cat. And then he ends that sob session with... Like, crying hysterically. Hysterically. Um, he ends that sob session with, I'm insane. Ha ha. Like, sobering up to go, I'm insane. Like, <laughs> the fact. That was in the first 30 minute voice memo. The second one was more crying and, you know, hysterical, hysterics and him telling me how much he misses me and how he can't lose me. Which is wrong because when we were together, he could give two shits about me. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm gone, I mean the world to him. Um, and so last night, around, let me just let me just look. Claire's adjusting, and I don't know where she's adjusting to. <laughs> I think she's deciding between my sweatshirt on the floor and the cat bed that we're using as our futon. I feel like I keep saying futon for the wrong thing. Isn't futon like a pull-out bed? 
yeah, it's like a couch, and then it, um, oh. you know, you pull it, and it oh, yeah. folds down into a... Bed. No, that's not a futon. That is our, is our footrest. Are you going to go sit on my sweatshirt? Um, 11.36 last night. Oh. Okay. Okay. Couldn't even wait till midnight. No. I get two voice memos. Two new voice memos. Two new voice memos. Okay. Okay. And then I respond back. Please don't talk to me. Then I get... She's counting something. 11 voice memos. Really? Yes. How long? They all range. The longest one is like a minute long. Okay, okay. He's rapid firing these, though. He said, I'm going to spit bars. Hold on. <laughs> and then I he said... Does, he, does, he does the fucking, uh, what is it, lemonade mouth wrap? Then I said, stop. And then... He sends five more. Mm-hmm. Then after those five, uh, he types out my name. He says, Margo? Question mark? <laughs> I don't respond. Mm-hmm. Then after I don't respond, he sends eight more. Jesus Christ. So wait, that's what? 11 plus five is 16 plus eight is 24? 11. 24, yeah. 24. I'm so good at math. You are so good at math. And then I just stopped responding at that point. And then he turns to um, songs. He sends me one song. Wait, like a Spotify link? or like? Yeah, like a Spotify link. And this is from Take Six, okay? The song is called I Love You, but it's spelled out like I-L-O-V-E-U. I'm probably gonna have to cut that out because of copyright, but I'm like, okay. Yeah. No, I'll just do the first few seconds of it. Uh-huh. Then, 10 minutes ago, I get another song. 10 minutes ago? This is One Summer Day from Spirited Away. <laughs> Which I'm like, at this point, I am like, can I not enjoy what? Spirited Away anymore? What the fuck? Um, but that doesn't include. Hey, baby, what are you doing? You're just Jay chilling? She's like deciding whether to stay on my lap or not, and I don't know what to do. Yeah. Can I get my sweatshirt for you? That, okay, so that is in text messages alone because he had, um,. I had blocked his old number. He had gotten a new number. Come here, baby. So this is on Instagram now. Oh, goodness. Mm-hmm. And then he sent a Instagram post about this guy texting his girlfriend about their cat, right? And he said, us with Phil. No. 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 Wrong. Then he sends a video of my cat, Phil. Then there's a message. I love Phil. 
Watching that video makes me so happy. I'm so glad I have it. Three voice messages. And then he starts making fun of this guy that he saw at a gig. And there's like a video for that, a voice, me uh, voice message for that, another video, and then two more voice messages making fun of this man. What and the then fuck? the last voice message he sends me is him like crying in his car. What the fuck? Like, what, what audacity does he have where he's like, first of all, he didn't even think you guys broke up after you said the words, we're breaking up, and thinks you're still dating, and now he's sending you shit like that, and he's like, why isn't she responding to me? Why isn't she responding to me after, you know, you know, we broke up, and she blocked my number, so I got a new number? That's, in it's insane. And I emailed her two 30-minute voice memos. I love the fact that he that he emailed it to you. I didn't even realize he had my email. It's like, because this man, we dated for like a year and a half. Yeah. He could never remember my work schedule, which has never changed. Mm -hmm. In the time of me working where I've been working. Mm -hmm. It has never changed. Mm -hmm. The hours haven't changed. It is a set schedule. Mm -hmm. He never remembered it. He could hardly remember. Like, oh, yeah. Like, oh, it's our, like, one-year anniversary. Woo. Granted, I'm shit at remembering dates mm -hmm. and stuff. But I remembered that. Like, yeah. it's kind of important, like, I guess. You can't, like, you, that's something that you put in your Google Calendar and remember. Yeah, like the notification will pop up. Whoa! Oh, goodness. Oh, my God. Clara. Hey, baby. Come here, baby. Come sit on my sweatshirt. Come here. You just sit. I'm ignoring you, Mom. Care Bear. Come on. <laughs> come on, airplane ears. I'm going to go make a poop trail on the carpet. <laughs> Care Bear, come here. Come here, baby. Clara. Clara. What the fuck? <laughs> Clara, come here. What are you doing? Come here, baby. Care Bear. What the fuck is she doing? <laughs> Clara. Oh. Oh, she's itching. She had to get into position. She was like, she was like repositioning like five or six times and I was like, what the fuck is she doing? Oh, she's gonna go sit on the pillow. Bye, Clara. Assuming the position. Going back to the couch. Going back to the couch on one specific It's pillow. like, it's like, it's, it's the fact that he read your text that said, please stop texting me. And then he went, she didn't mean that. <laughs> she didn't say stop. It's like, no, I did. Well, that was stop with a period. That means something different than just stop. It's... <laughs> It's it's mind-blowing because it's like, if he had put as much effort into talking to me while we were dating when something was wrong, mm -hmm. maybe it could have worked. Most likely not, because mm -hmm. he was not a good person. Um, I keep doing that. I, I need to just put my foot inside of it. Um, but now that I'm not with him... 
every single time that I get a message from him, I can feel my blood boil. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I just want him to leave me alone. And it's not like, you know, at first I did want him to, like, suffer. Yeah. But I'm, now it's getting to the point where it's, like, freaky. Now it's getting to the point where I'm like, please, I just want you to move on and, like, find someone that makes you actually happy mm-hmm. instead of, like, thinking that I made you happy when I definitely didn't. Yeah. Like, please, I want you to find that dumb blonde bimbo. <laughs> that goes to your gigs. That goes to your gigs and, you know, has a favorite song out of your set list. Yeah. And tells you how proud of, her, like, you she is. And how she never wants you to stop playing music and how... How she'll support you financially and, you know, how she'll... And how she doesn't mind that you think about Asian porn stars while having sex. You know, and how, you know, she'll go to the gym with you and she'll work out every day for four hours and she'll have the perfect body for you. Because that's what you deserve. That's, that's, what, that's, that's what you deserve. I want you to have that. I want you to have that incredibly toxic relationship. Yeah. It's it's something about guys where it's like like <laughs> I, so you know that guy that I showed you like the snapshot of that like liked like half of my Instagram posts yeah. in an hour. So I messaged him and I was like, "Do I know you?" And he went, "Haha, no." And then he sent me like the photograph of us before the Barbie movie and he went wow, you're so hot. And I was like, no, like, I don't want to, like, it's something about guys just hearing, like, no or, like, adversion from a woman and being like, haha, they're just joking. That's what's terrifying. It's, It's terrifying. And it's, like, it's also, like, now, if I am at my apartment alone... Mm-hmm. And I get a message from him, or he tries to call me. I check to make sure, like, all my curtains are closed and, like, my blinds and that the door is locked because I don't know if he mm-hmm. he lives in D.C. Yeah. It is about an hour and 15 minutes away from my apartment. Mm-hmm. He could do that, and I wouldn't know. And yeah. you know what? Someone, I don't know how he would figure it out, but the only thing is, like... I don't want him going to my parents' house and no. bothering them because they are the type of people that, you know, if someone knocks on their door and they don't know who it is, they grab their, like, handgun mm-hmm. and they open the door with the handgun. Mm-hmm. And I don't, like, I would think that was hilarious. That would, that would be pretty it funny. It would be really funny if it was him at my parents' house and mm-hmm. they texted me and they were like, oh, he's here. Um, and you're like, just shoot him. Just just do just it. Just do it. Um, is he private <laughs> property. Yeah. It's like... It's that thing, like, that saying that's been going on where it's, like, men are afraid to get rejected. Women are afraid to get killed. Yeah. Because it's, like, we... I... This is... It's, like, that's the other reason why dating is, like, so scary. Because you don't know what the person's like. Yeah. And it's, like... Like, you don't know... Yeah, but you don't you don't know anything about them. Yeah, other than their first name in like four pictures. Yeah, and then and the, whatever they've told you. Yeah, which honestly could just be like, oh, where do you work? What are your hobbies? What are you into? Mm-hmm. And then it's like they're like, you, I'll pick you up in my car and take you to my place. 
Like, that's terrifying. It's, yeah, it's really scary. Yeah. It's like, I remember, like, when I was in high school and, like, I would talk to my mom. And my mom would be like, just meet them in a public place first. And I'd be like, haha, mom, like, oh my gosh, yeah, of course. And now I'm like, no, I need to meet them in a public place mm-hmm. first. And even then, the guys are like, well, let's just, like, meet at this parking lot and then we'll drive together. I'm like, that's not what I mean. When I say let's go to the movies, let's go to the movies so that we are in public. It's just... It's like I... I don't know. It's terrifying. Yeah. Dating is... I mean, dating is already, like, scary. Yeah. Because it's like you're putting yourself out there to be judged Mm -hmm. by these people. But then it's like you're a woman in America. Yeah. Or anywhere. Like, it happens everywhere. Yeah. And it's like... The police don't take things with women seriously. Police don't take things seriously. They only see race, and they will absolutely take the side of a white man over any woman or anybody. Yeah. So it's like, my chances of calling the cops and getting a cop that would one listen to my side of the story and two go against the white man yeah it's like it's slim to none it's very slim like and then I'm, it's like, like I'm thankful that I have a couple friends who are mm-hmm. they are cops mm-hmm. and if I ever needed something from them they would you know immediately come and like yeah. believe me because like they know I wouldn't lie about something like that yeah like if I like when I was living in um, my old apartment I had one of my friends, he's a cop, and he was living in the same complex, and I texted him, and I was like, hey, if there's ever, like, you know, a time where I need to call you, can can you, like, make sure to be there? Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, of course, because I never, mm-hmm. I would never, like, call him. Yeah. Just to, we don't talk on the phone. Yeah. So it's like, I would only call him if I, like, really needed him. And thank God I never did, but, like, there's yeah. also, like, there was one night... I was at my apartment, and I had the curtains open so my cat could, mm-hmm. you know, see the bugs outside because he likes them. <laughs> you need the bugs. And um, he starts, like, he, like, meows, but it's more of, like, he screams. Mm-hmm. So he's, like, standing at the window, like, screaming. And I look out, and it's my much older roommate's boyfriend standing out there. And so I close the curtain just enough so like he can't see fully in Mm -hmm. I call my stepdad and I'm like I need you to get over here right now and um he does and he like could hear like the panic in my voice and so he brought his gun and I led him through the front door and I like slid the curtain back open and my roommate's boyfriend was still standing out there and my stepdad was standing it's a sliding glass door Mm -hmm. standing in the window with just his gun in the, his hand and so my like roommate's boyfriend just look at it and look at him and like leave and then like the next day my roommate texted me and she was like was that you know why did you have a man in the basement last night and I was like why was your 50 year old boyfriend looking in my window last yeah. night I was like oh I'm sorry Greg was staring into my space last night. I'm alone down here. He was staring in my space. 
Yeah. And sorry, I got a text and like my thing turned on. But like and so, you know, and then I was like I was panicking because why is he out there? Yeah. It was like twelve thirty one AM. Like It's like what the fuck is your boyfriend doing? And she was like, Oh well, you know, he was just checking on the house and I was like, No, no, he has no need to check on the house. Like, that was my stepfather. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. I'm 23. That scared the shit out of me. Like, your old-ass boyfriend staring into my space. I'm alone. And that's a glass door. Yeah. It's a glass door. Do you think that's super hard to get into? No. It's like, if Phil hadn't been doing that, you wouldn't have known. I wouldn't have known. And the thing is, is, like, when I'm home alone, and it's, what, 12, 31 a.m., I'm not wearing pants. Mm-hmm. So, like, and then she was like, well, you know, when you're in the house, this also, like, pissed me off. She was like, when you're in the house and you're down there, like, just make sure you're wearing pants. And I was like, oh, why is it because your, your boyfriend was staring into my space in my home and... I was not wearing pants because I was thinking I was alone. <coughs> you that whole roommate thing like pisses it me off. Fucks me up. I hate her. <laughs> and she also has an insane set of rules and stuff. But like that's you know that's scary. Like she's lucky you didn't call the cops. Yeah, she is. Like, he's lucky I didn't call the cops, because guess what? They would have arrested him, because you know what? He's an older man. He's probably, he's in his late 50s, early 60s. -hmm. And he is staring into the window of a 23-year-old girl Mm -hmm. at night. And, I mean, like, he's black, so, you know... Where we, they would mm-hmm. they would have just arrested him immediately mm-hmm. or done worse because it's fucking fuck your county. Yeah. But it's like. And it's like, it's not like, oh, you know, it's easy to get back there. You have to walk around all the townhouses. Mm-hmm. There's like three houses that you have to like walk around mm-hmm. before you get to yours. Like, it's, it's it blows my mind. Yeah. And then they're like, well, you're the one with the problem. Mm, no. no. I think their 50-year-old boyfriend who's staring in a 23-year-old teenage girl's room. <laughs> I'm just a girl. I'm just a 23-year-old teenager. I'm going to say that until I die. I'm just a 70-year-old teenager. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, like, it's just, like, crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, men are fucking crazy. I Not all of them, but enough of them. Enough of them for us to say all of them. Um, I was in therapy, go therapy, um, yesterday, and we were doing EMDR work on Crazy X. And I was thinking about it, and I was like... And she was like, well, just kind of go into like what, what you guys did. And I realized we never did anything I wanted to do. Like, we always watched... He was, like, he was a film student, so he was always, like, let's watch movies, let's listen to movie soundtracks, let's go to this movie premiere that's coming out, let's do movies, movies, movies. 
And, like, he had me, like, sleep in his small-ass, extra-long twin bed with him every single night with his scratchy-ass sheets. And any time that I wanted to sleep in my bed or I wanted to watch a musical or I wanted to talk about theater, he was like, no, we're not doing that. I'm like, what the mm. fuck do you mean we're? And so I was thinking about it, and I was like, what the fuck was I doing? Like, therapist, what was I doing? And she went, I don't fucking know. And I was like, god damn it. Men are insane. They're insane. And they're, like, master manipulators. Yeah. It's like they're born with it. Maybe they're born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. (laughs) (laughs) Color. Correction. Absolute color. (laughs) (laughs) Look at that beauty. Look at that absolute color. On that Maybelline actress. <laughs> How did I go from Australian to Scottish? I don't know. <laughs> I do a natural progression. I do that all the time. I go, I, I'm like, oh, she's a beaut. Oh, I love her. Oh, she looks so good out in the Scottish wetlands. I love her. And I'm just like, how did I go from Australian to Scottish in 0.5 seconds? And you know what it is? It's the R's. It's the R's. It's the R's. And it's the O's. U, U, and R. The screwbity gabbit goo goo on a brabbit gar who no. Have you seen that thing where it's like, what, what, like, this language sounds like to me? <laughs> so it's like Russian would be like, this level below. It's gravel, but blum blum blow. But it's gravel. If round the bowels could travel. Like, that's what German sounds like to me. Or no, Russian, I guess. Yeah. And then, like, German's like, It's very aggressive sounding. <coughs> there was one where it was like, um, where it was like, is it, did he text you again? Yeah, two more songs. What songs are they? Castle in the Sky. Castle in the Sky? He did not, he did not pull that in. Castle in the Sky, and then, uh. I hate him. The Flower Garden from Howl's Moving Castle. Why the fuck is he sending me this stuff? Just be like, stop ruining these movies for me. (laughs) (laughs) Stop ruining them for me. You're ruining them. Stop it. Did you see the the commercial for the boy and the heron? I did. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. With all the voice actors? Yes. Florence Pugh. I know. I'm so excited. William Defoe is back. (laughs) And so is, um, so is, oh God, what's his name? Uh, the guy who played Luke Skywalker. Um, fucking, uh. Oh, Christian Bale's in it, too. What? A voice message. He sent you another voice message? Yeah, here, I'll play it. You know, when we watch Miyazaki movies together, I felt like I related to you the most. Because <laughs> we both loved him a lot. That's what I'm thinking about right now. <laughs> Just, it's like hearing that Howl's Moving Castle theme is kind of messing me up right now. 
glad you showed me how the movie Castle. I'd never seen it before. And uh, now it reminds me of you. <laughs> oh my god. I just, my whole body wanted to inverse on itself hearing that. Just the fucking, just the fucking like Debbie Ryan, like. Makes me think of you. Oh my god. Makes me think of you. Thank you so much for showing me House Moving Castle, even though, like, she's It's been out for years. (laughs) Like, I know that's your favorite movie, and I know I'm, like, possibly ruining it for you right now. Just, like, Shane walking down the aisle to to Demi Lovato going, (laughs) I'm here to find you. I gotta find you. Fucking, fucking just like, ah, I'm thinking of you. Please stop. Please stop. You know what? If you want to think of me, get a lobotomy. That's what I would have wanted. Get a lobotomy. <laughs> I hope they mess it up. I hope they miss. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for joining us on Tea Sometime. Thank you so much. Um, um, my beverage of choice tonight was a jasmine green tea. My beverage of choice tonight was a English breakfast tea with some frothed creamer, creamer on top. So it was like a tea latte. Tomate. Very good. Um, I hope you all had a wonderful Halloweeny weekend. I know. Um, let us know what your Halloween costumes were. I'm very interested. Oh, yes. I was Harley Quinn. And I was Poison Ivy. Um, Nick was a... Officer, a sexy officer, sexy with officer. a awful, a god awful mullet wig. Yeah. Um, and Zach was a like nineteen eighties like jazzercise fitness fitness man from one of those videos, like the the fucking like dancing. Um, it was very fun. We it had was, a lot of fun. Yeah. We hope you had a very safe weekend. Yes, no fentanyl candies. And we hope this weekend you have a very safe weekend. Yes. But I also would like to touch on, it is not Christmas yet. If it anybody is, fucking comes up to me with any Chris, if I walk into any fucking like Home Depot or Walmart and they're playing Christmas carols, I'm going to rip the speakers out. Christmas starts on December First, we still have fall. Let me finish having fall, and then we can have Christmas. Yes. Last night, this is one last note for me. Last night I watched a stupid Christmas rom-com, and I was like, this feels wrong. Mm-hmm. Because it is November. Mm-hmm. It has not even snowed yet. The only acceptable Christmas movie to watch right now is Nightmare Before Christmas. Exactly. That is also just acceptable any time of year. Honestly. Um, Because in my mind, it's not a Christmas movie. It's really not. It's also not a Halloween movie. It's just really a good movie. It's just a spooky movie. (laughs) It's a spooky movie when you're in a spooky feeling vibe. Spooky, ooky feeling. Um, Oh, that's what my original big thing was going to be, was our Stardew Valley co-op. We'll talk about it next week. But me, Margo, and Nick now have a Stardew Valley co-op. I'm thinking about Twitch streaming it at some point, because I think it'd be funny. It would be so... I just... Um, I don't want to be on the screen. I just no, want no, my no. comments to be heard. No, no, no. It would just be, like, commentary. Um, so, anyway, if you would be interested in that, let us know. 
please. Um, you can find us on Twitter at Tism Time Podcast. You can find us on Podbean at Tism Time. You'll soon, apostrophe soon, be able to see us on Apple Music under Tism Time. Um, I feel like we need a catchphrase. I know. Like, until next time, blah, 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 blah. Do you just have chills in your ears? Yeah. That's what happens to me, too. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, it affects my whole body. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, when I, wear, when I wear, like, my um my earbuds, I get, like, I, like, yeah. I get such a chill down my ear. Like, whenever I'm sitting with someone, they're like, what the fuck was that? I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They get weird. <laughs> um, I don't know. We can figure it out. We'll, we'll workshop it. Yeah. We'll have Gladys and Ruth help us. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. hope you will be seeing more of Gladys and Ruth in the future. I, we... I hope so too. Um, okay. Well, we will see you next time. Please be safe. And, you know, I hope everyone's allergies are not affecting them as bad. Yeah. I hope COVID is not as bad for them. Because. I um, got a text message that my boss has COVID. Oh. Which is wonderful. Fun. So, thank God I wore a mask at work while I was doing her lashes today. God, yeah. Because my nose was running. (laughs) She's just, like, dripping onto her face. And I don't like it when my nose is running and I have to, like, breathe in and, like, sniffle a lot. And their face is, like, two inches away from mine. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, no, that would not be fun. All right, see you guys next time. Bye.